0: That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking, talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. Apothecary mixtures and home remedies. But but you can get a little bottle. I bet it wasn't... Six ounces. And Cassia? You say it's Cassia. I think it's C A S S -S I A. Some of our. our...
1: Welcome back to another episode of That Don't Sound Right, a podcast about talking. We're your co host. I'm Peter Billman. Hey, and I'm Cecil Davis. And we're just trying to have a conversation without Google or fact-checking online. Those things can easily kill the conversation. You've probably been in a situation where you're talking with a friend, and a question comes up, and instead of hammering it out, you just immediately Google Google it. You look up, you get the answer, off you go. And we, then, what, then what do you talk about?
0: We did this ourselves the other day. We did. We had the word elementary.
1: We have to. We need this needs. We need to come out
0: and confess this. <laughs> And we had to know what it was pretty quickly because we were going getting ready to go live on the air. But we would, we could have talked about that for a good 20 minutes. The word elementary because yeah. it
1: was in Dave's letter to right. us. Right, yeah. He was talking about our elementary
0: education. Yeah, and I uh, and we we killed the conversation by Googling. We immediately Googled, what does that oh. word mean? Right, right. Then it was over. But
1: we could have spent 20 minutes, you know, breaking the word down, yeah. especially the A-L-I part. right. I don't think we would have gotten there. <laughs> I think we would have had the wrong answer. Yeah, uh, and then we've gotten another letter from Dave. But see, that's yeah, the thing; yeah. the conversation keeps going.
0: I wonder where we would have ended up uh, in, in terms of the definition of elementary. Yeah. Uh, see, we missed out on a golden opportunity.
1: Well, it's. I have a feeling. I have no idea what we, what you're about to lay on me today. Right. Um,
0: but. It, I, have, uh, I have a feeling. I have a feeling that we're going to keep going. Well, this actually is uh, pertains. Well, it's not elementary. No, but, no, but, but you're going to tell me
1: something that does, I don't think we're going to. It
0: know does about. affect your gastrointestinal tract. Here we go. So, uh, did you have like an underground economy in when you were in junior high? So, for me, junior high was—they don't call it junior high anymore. Now they call it middle school. Middle school. So but when I grew up, high,
1: yeah, we'll go yeah, your junior high.
0: So for me, junior high was seventh, eighth, and ninth. Yeah, you know, me it was too. a separate school. Yep. And then you went to high school, tenth, eleventh, twelfth. We
1: call it senior high.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. And so now I think it's middle school, which is 6th, 7th, 8th, and then high school is ninth through 12th. That's right. In fact, while I was in high school, they moved the ninth graders up. Oh, really? Yeah, that, they're, changed, they're happened that change happened in Cherry. yeah. Okay. But before that, I went to a junior high. Right. And so we had, you had an underground economy sometimes of things that people would sell, not illicit things. Okay. Um, but... Like uh, somebody might have a, a bubble gum business where they go and buy a bunch of bubble gum and then they come to school and sell it in the morning. Right, right. Or maybe they have a bunch of pencils and they're selling pencils to people. Yes, yeah. yes.
1: I, I think my kids, my, at least my oldest son had that going on in elementary school.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there's just a little bit of an underground economy for things like that. Yes. But at my at my junior high, and I don't know how universal this is, we had an underground a product called Hot Toothpicks. (laughs) Hot Toothpicks? (laughs) Yeah. Have you ever had a Hot Toothpick? I have no idea what you're talking about. So Hot Toothpicks were uh, something that was created, and so you would have to go to a pharmacy back then. A pharmacy? A pharmacy. So this is really starting (laughs) to feed into your your life story. Right, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you go to the pharmacy, and you would buy a bottle of cassia oil. Cassia oil. I hope I'm remembering that right. Cassia oil, which is is basically cinnamon oil. Okay. And so typically you would use it for baking. Why at a pharmacy though? Well, this was important. So if you, could, I don't know that you could even get this stuff uh, in a grocery store back then. Okay. Yeah, this was like Humco Chemical Company high grade cassia oil. All right. Okay. And so now it's different because you go everywhere and there's you can buy all kinds of you know people are into oils now yeah right and and we had a guy you know
1: we had a guy leave our company to to kind of he left he left his job to really get his company started and taking off and it has taken off and they just he deals with exotic exotic cooking
0: oils really that's all he does. Well, see, it like it's a big deal now, but in the seventies and eighties, it was not. Well, clearly, you had to go deal. to a pharmacy, right? To get it. And so, pharmacy, you would have like peppermint oil, uh-huh. and some people would oh, use really? that for. People would make like medicines out of that, like so, peppermint oil, cassia oil. Okay, there were several oils that, especially, um, there were some older remedies that people would right. use.
1: Right, so these are for the apothecary mixtures and home
0: remedies. But but you can get a little bottle. I bet it wasn't six ounces. And Cassia? You say it's Cassia? I think it's C-A-S-S-I-A. Some of our our listeners will have to double-check me. It'd come in a little brown bottle with a HUMCO, H-U-M-C-O, HUMCO Chemical Company label on it. It had a metal screw top. It was a glass bottle, brown. Mm -hmm.
1: Narrow top or wide top?
0: Narrow, very narrow. Okay. Your church that is, out is drips. That, that's a good point because here's this is what's coming up. All right, so
1: um, I'm imagining yeah a little little brown. I used to have, I glass had glass glass bottle yep. narrow opening little metal. I'll top. see if
0: I can get a picture of it. All right, I, I had my bottle for decades. In fact, you had you? your own. Oh yeah, because this was the economy. This was the economy. All right, or uh, the currency. I remember when I first got my first bottle of casserole. I was I felt like I'd gotten a new pair of nikes and Azad shirt and everything i mean this was
1: what um what what was the cost of this back in the day was uh, it pricey
0: or was it 53 cent or something okay so it wasn't a very pricey item now this was in which is hard to find this is in 79 yeah because you had to know to go to a pharmacy to get it now remember we're in seventh eighth and ninth grade yeah we have no way to drive sure You'd have to convince either an older sibling <laughs> <laughs> or a parent to take you to a drugstore to get you. Wait, didn't
1: you live in a place where you used to walk to the
0: pharmacy? Or did yeah, you? I did. Okay, yeah, yeah. but right. you'd have to know that it was available at a pharmacy. So, my my first thing is, how does this even get started? Like, well, let's tell us. Let's
1: finish the story of the hot toothpaste. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe so, we
0: can figure out figure that part out. So, you'd take your bottle of casserole and All you right. would pack it full. In this little narrow opening, yeah. you pack it full of wooden toothpicks. All right. <laughs> <And> so,
1: <laughs> okay. Can you get all? Can you get more than the width of the bottle? Can you fill it up literally with a bunch of toothpicks?
0: Or? Yeah. You, well, you, no. It's just the width of the neck of the bottle. All right. Basically. So there's only like yeah. five or six that can. Because the toothpick stick. is long enough that it kind of uh, hangs in uh, the yep. top of the bottle. Okay. okay. All right. So now you got this little bottle packed with toothpicks, and what you would do is you would fish one of these toothpicks out, and then you would stick it in your mouth, and you. You just get this cinnamon oil taste, yeah. and it's hot. Okay. It's, it's not just cinnamon. It's cinnamon oil. Cassia oil burns.
1: Yeah. I mean, kind of like a um, a Red Hot,
0: right? It's like a Red, red Hot. Red Hot's burning. Yeah, it's Red Hot. And so— they're, uh, they're good. They're great. So it's like a Red Hot toothpick.
1: Okay. I've been to the <laughs> whole—you know you know how schools have a
0: smell to them? Yeah. Did your school just reek of cinnamon? Smell of cinnamon, of cinnamon Yeah. So what you do is uh, you could only like get your pinky finger down in that in the hole of the bottle. So you'd fish one of these out and uh, you'd sell it to people for like five cent or really? ten cent or twenty five cent, okay. yeah. or just give them to your friends okay, or whatever. Right. Yeah, uh, trade it for a T-shirt. Trade it for a T-shirt. <laughs> Which, by the way, uh, we we're going to talk about an advertiser this week. Um, we'll come, you want to do that? This second So uh, we have a, someone wants to advertise with us wonderfully made designs. We'll give you a little more detail at the end of the show. But uh, Casey, welcome. And um, we will give your details at the end. And uh, she does T-shirt designs. And it's going to be the first, if that don't sound right, advertiser. So, so anyway, so you'd have this bottle. And what eventually happened was is that they got outlawed at school. But the teachers, oh, yeah. there were starting to be toothpicks everywhere. And like you <laughs> said, there's a cinnamon smell. Kids are getting in fights over them. Really? Yeah. And so people would steal your bottle. Oh. Uh, so, um, so then you had to go a little further underground. What? So then what you would do... Is you would take the toothpicks, you'd soak them for whatever. Right. And, you know, if you could find one that had been soaked like for months, that was a premium That's toothpick. That's yeah, 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 it was, they were almost translucent at that point. Oh, man. In fact, when I found my castor oil bottle one time, I had had toothpicks in there for years. Did you try one? No. <laughs> 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 they were beautiful. So then you had to take the toothpicks out of your bottle and you would put them in a little piece of tinfoil and seal them up so that you could carry them around in your pocket a little more discreetly than having this big, you know, this brown bottle, amber bottle.
1: So I mean, the, so the, the, the bottle is big enough that if you stuck it in your pocket, people would notice. And it, it was glass, okay. and, you know, it's just... There's probably like, broken Cassia bottles yeah,
0: right, everywhere. Yeah. So now you have this little, these little packs of tinfoil with uh, these hot toothpicks that you would sell to friends. It's, you know, they, you, there cannot be anything more unsanitary than what we were doing. You're right. fishing this stuff out here. That's okay. Um, but you with, know,
1: we, we, you thought we learned that COVID that we should stop doing <laughs> stuff. We're still doing stuff yeah.
0: like that. So, so then, um, when it we went further underground, I did that one time. I, I made some hot toothpicks, put them in pieces. Hot th- toothpicks. Hot toothpicks. Good grief. Made them, put them in my little tinfoil pack, put them in my pants pocket. Uh huh. And they leaked. Nice. They leaked down my leg. Woo! Does it burn? It burns. Oh. Cassia oil like is it. caustic. So then I had It's this, caustic. Yeah, is I it mean, acidic? It's when you more, say caustic, it's more I think like, like it's gonna burn. It's more like, like on the Scoville scale, I think. Like, okay. Yeah, all right. heat scale.
1: Alright.
0: Yeah, and so it burns though. Ooh. Like it leaves a like a chemical burn. <laughs> a mild chemical burn. So I had to spend all day in school. Like I, at first I couldn't figure out why my leg was on fire and then I realized what was happening. <laughs> I was didn't want to throw my pack of hot toothpicks away because it uh, takes so much to make them. It's money, right there. Yeah, that's money. And then, uh, but my leg was on fire too, and I, <laughs> so I had to spend all day with uh, just this burn going down my leg. So that's my hot toothpick story, Matt Johnson. Right?
1: Yeah. But, so what was what was the uh, highest price for it? These toothpicks, what were some of the higher pricing?
0: Well, if you had one that had been aged, you could get $0.25 cent for a hot toothpick. But right. it had to be a, a reputable dealer that you knew had aged it for... So where were you in the hierarchy of dealers? Oh, I was I was way down the list. Right. I was happy, though, because I had gotten my bottle. But, but my question is, is, how does this get started? It must be from an older sibling who did it and tells a younger kid about it. Because... Who comes up with this on their own? Like either somebody's parents did it, or like who who came up with hot toothpicks? Well, it, hot you tricks? know,
1: it may have started at an apothecary. It may have started that these hot toothpicks were mm-hmm. actually a thing for some kind of remedy.
0: I don't know. I you mean, would, you uh, would stick them in your mouth, and yeah, what would happen when you and, stick them in your mouth? So you get the same thing. But if you held it in the corner of your mouth, mm-hmm. like you normally, do, the corner of your mouth would start to burn. Yeah, I mean this. Cassia oil is not, you're supposed to use just mere drops yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a cooking recipe or to a mm-hmm. flavor. And we're just soaking our toothpicks in these. I ones. mean,
1: did you get any kind of effect out of it?
0: Mm-mm. Uh, well, other than just did it light you up a little bit? So,
1: what about, um, think about putting toothpicks in other chemicals mm-hmm. to get some kind of drug induced effect?
0: Oh uh, Yeah, I mean, we had, like, silver nitrate sticks in the pharmacy that you would treat mouth ulcers with. Okay. And, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, that may be it. Maybe there was a legitimate purpose for it.
1: My guess, that'd be my guess, is that there was a, a real purpose for it, mm. and then someone got a hold of it. Kids thought it was pretty cool. Right. Especially the burning. I mean, what else? what else could you eat, drink, or smoke at the time that would give you that burning sensation? Right. Probably alcohol is probably mm-hmm. the closest, right? Yeah. Or, a red hot. or Red Hot. Or Red Hot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But Red Hot, you know, the, those aren't, that's not contraband.
0: No. And Al- it's, yeah, it, it's funny because somebody tried, uh, got hold of a bottle of peppermint oil and Okay, tried the same things, and the peppermint toothpicks were not as popular.
1: Oh, yeah, that's like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the off-brand. <laughs> Someone tried to come in with a different kind.
0: And I was, and then I worked in a pharmacy later and I had access to all kinds of these bottles. I was like, man, did where was Did you try? This? Did you experiment? No. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. I was, I was uh, by then I was past my hot toothpick phase. Yeah, but
1: um, yeah, but now maybe we need to try some. But I bet you that's, I mean, you're wondering about the origin of it. I bet mm-hmm. you that's what it was that it was a legitimate thing. Mm-hmm. Some kids stumbled upon it, took it to school, and then just the mass trading.
0: Now, yeah. did you hear of any other schools that did this? You know, I, I don't know. That's why I'm curious to put it out here into the um, That Don't Sound Right family, the just universe, to see if anybody yeah. did it. If this was just like a West Cary phenomenon or if it was <laughs> a larger thing. I bet it's a larger thing. You think
1: it's a larger thing? Oh, t- yeah.
0: But you said you didn't have hot toothpicks. I never heard of this.
1: Yeah. Which is, uh, I, you know, I continue to say that don't sound right about the hot toothpicks. But y'all had, I'd be surprised if it was beyond West Cary.
0: Yeah, this was... uh, It didn't go into high school. It was only junior high. it was only junior high. If you were... So, but if you pulled out hot toothpicks in high school, I think you would have been frowned upon. Like, you know, it wouldn't have been as cool
1: as it was in junior high. You might be coming out with a flask if you're in high school. Right. Right. If you want to be cool, you come out with a flask. (laughs)
0: You know, it's funny. I I don't remember that big of a... I wasn't in the party scene, but like the whole... All this kind of illicit stuff that happens now did not... I think was starting in the 80s. Yeah. And of course I was extremely naive, so I mean, right. really could have been going full steam ahead. Naive. You and me both naived yeah. and sheltered, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just a little? I was I was very naive about a lot of this stuff. Right. So I mean I was selling hot toothpicks, so obviously I was not <laughs> That's right. It was not one of your uh,
1: And you weren't even the top tier dealer of some I wasn't right? even a top tier dealer in that. You really had to be the top dealer yeah. top tier dealer to be that. But in that, fact you you were you were leaking everything yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Laking it> everywhere.
0: <laughs> my, my product control was pretty poor. <laughs> the, uh, but, you know, in the end, you end up just like sharing them with your friends. You know, the, right. the economy collapses pretty quickly. Right, because everyone gets one, right? Everyone gets supply one. Supply and demand. Or everybody gets There's, a bottle.
1: Everyone has their own supply.
0: Yeah, yeah. And plus, uh, the it's novelty like wears sp- off.
1: like fidget spinners. Remember the fidget spinners yeah. that came out? Yeah. When they first came out. The ones that had them could sell them. But yeah. eventually, you saw them, You found them where? At gas stations. I mean, you get them
0: anywhere. That's the same with those little jelly bracelets that came out that were in the shape of animals. Yeah, yeah. I bought a, we bought a ton of those yeah. for our girls. I bet you there's
1: one or two laying around the house.
0: And we have them. a box full of them. There you go. That are worthless. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because nobody, you know, it just peaks and goes away. Right. Just so. like... Hot if, sticks. What do they call them? Hot toothpicks? Hot toothpicks. If anybody is listening that didn't attend West Cary, um, we need to know whether you had a hot toothpick subculture in your juvenile. Well, high.
1: I would actually like to hear from someone also from West Cary to see if
0: they participated. Oh, uh, in other the, people. I'm, and what was their experience. And now that we say that, I wonder if it even happened over at East Cary. So there's two junior highs in, the hospital <laughs> okay. in my right. hometown. There was Is East it in East North Kary. and South or just two? No, just East Cary and West Cary. Okay. So now I'm curious if this happened over at East Cary. Interesting. Did you ever have any run-ins with the East Cary yeah. folks? Yeah, okay. lots of friends at East Cary. Uh, but Did you ever I, sell them uh, hot toothpicks? You know, I don't think it ever took them like, to church or to anywhere where the East and West overlapped. Interesting. Yeah. So you know the other thing we talked about before we start on the show was um, there was the whole culture of pencil fighting, but that was probably for me that was junior high too, and you saying it was probably more elementary. Yeah, for me
1: that was more elementary school, late elementary yeah. school, fifth and sixth
0: grade. That was a whole subculture too, where it somebody was. had the somebody had the unbeatable pencil, right, or technique, or technique. There's techniques too. Yeah, I think it's more technique than pencil, right. I usually break my pencil trying to pull it back right hit the other guy's pencil. So if you, sure, you know maybe everybody doesn't know what pencil fighting is, but that's where one person holds their pencil horizontally and the other person pulls their pencil back and smacks it and tries to break it. That's right. And we had different things. You could pull back, but we we had a you could also hold it the tip with your finger and like hit. Which there was different rules for different games.
1: Oh right, right.
0: Yeah. But there was a whole culture about that too, about who was like people take their erasers out and flatten the metal piece uh-huh. to make it like oh, yeah. particularly like edgy, right? Right. Yeah. To start slicing it. Right. That was also awesome. <laughs> that was legal. That was a legal move. That was legal. We had the same issue with marbles when I was in elementary school. We would play marbles, okay, and that was like the teachers hated that because it was a form of gambling. Because if you if you knocked a marble out of the circle, you got to keep it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, you know, obviously people got in arguments oh, about yeah. that. Oh, yeah. There's
1: lots of sad, sad
0: times. Yeah, yeah.
1: So. Um, I lost all my marbles. <laughs> the
0: that is phrase. That's where it came. <laughs> <laughs> But there was But there was a whole thing about that, too, about just this kind of subculture playing marbles and the whole economy of what marble, you know, cat's eyes were more valuable than this. So.
1: so we got marbles, pencil fighting, and hot, hot, toothpick. hot toothpicks. Maybe there's something else that you encountered when you were in elementary and middle school that kind of formed as, as a subculture. Right. Let us know what it is. TDSR podcast at gmail.com. We'd love
0: to hear from you. So probably today, the equivalent would be those cards that kids Pokemon cards. I wonder Pokemon cards. They're trading. Oh, there's a
1: big yeah. big culture on that. I yeah. don't think you pay. I don't. I don't know if you really pay currency with this. I think it's just trading the cards, Mm. card to card. Right. Or I'll give you two of mine if you give me that one because I just
0: really need that one. Mm. That's the only thing I can think of that's kind of equivalent, though.
1: Yeah, I feel like there was um, when Star Wars came out, Mm. there were Star Wars collectors' cards. Oh yeah. And I remember there was some cards. You know, obviously there's some cards that were more difficult to get than the others, and so you're always searching for. I think it was the Darth Vader card, and it was really right. tough, t- tough to find, to or, find it. or finding Han Solo in his hoth snow outfit. Oh, yeah. right? Right, right, that was a really hard one to find, and so you're always looking for it and trading. It's a brilliant, brilliant, uh, you know, yeah. marketing idea. of Creating this, you're just, you're basically creating a a need yeah. that people are willing to spend money on,
0: and, an economy. and it's not a need, right? right. <laughs> And you're creating an economy. You're creating a currency right. that has value. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, great. Only for a minute, and then it, <laughs> then it goes gone. away. Yeah. It's gone. So, um, words of wisdom. So, this is our Father's Day episode. This episode takes place on the eve of Father's yeah, Day. Yeah, so
1: um, what are you doing for Father's Day? Uh, I don't know yet. I think I'm going to go prospecting. Are
0: you really? Yeah. Where?
1: Oh, I ain't telling you. Oh, well, yeah. Fine, Plane <laughs> <Claim> jumper. <laughs> No, I don't, I, I don't know where I'm going either. Yeah. I have been looking at maps.
0: Of, of gold? Of, of, yeah. After last week's episode? Yeah, yeah. I
1: found I found this actually this obscure map in the Asheboro area uh. where they had actually – um, it was a gold mining company. Uh. It was their map of the land, and it was – the map was being mailed back to England because uh. the company is out of England. And they actually had gold veins marked on it. Very fascinating. Huh. And I tried to figure out exactly where it was on the – on today's map, I haven't figured
0: it out yet. And I'm sure it's all private land. I can't go there and it's been mined. But anyway. The, uh, this is how TDSR will fall apart, is that uh, one of us will find a gold. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Choose <laughs> the other one of jumping the claim.
1: <laughs> claim jumper! No, uh, but the words of wisdom for, for Father's Day. I, mm. you know, I was I was talking about this the other day with, with my, uh, my, my family. And my youngest daughter had this project, and she was interviewing me, and she was asking me some parenting questions. And the one, one, one question she asked is: "Is there anything you would would have done differently mm-hmm. in your parenting? If oh, you could wow. go back in time and change, what would you what would you have done? What would you have done differently?" Are you asking? No, 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 uh, no. This is I'm going to tell you my answer, and these are the words of wisdom. Okay, I I would have and I would have been. A yes, dad, a whole lot earlier in my kids' lives, and when I say yes, dad, uh, that's basically being pretty agreeable to things my kids want. That's good. That's a good, uh, Be- good works I, with them. Um One of the reasons why is you never have to explain why when you say yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had a moment of this one time where uh, one of my daughters wanted this old typewriter at a flea market. Yeah, and so I, it was. Very affordable, and so yeah. I bought it. And someone said, why'd you buy that? And I said, because I can. Yeah, yeah. She's happy, I'm happy. Right. The money is inconsequential. Right. And so, why not?
1: So my words of wisdom is, be a yes dad as early as you can.
0: It's good words of wisdom. All right, so uh, Casey, here's your big moment. Casey! All right, so here it is. Uh, if you're looking for t-shirt designs, and from what I understand, Casey will take your design and put it on a t-shirt. I like, the idea. I like that idea. So here it is. Wonderfully Made Designs is a small business specializing in custom made t shirts and decals. Contact Casey uh, on her Facebook site, and it's at Wonderfully Made Designs 139.14. The, the numbers are important because there's other wonderfully made designs. Yeah. Look for the numbers. Yeah. So again, that's uh, Wonderfully Made Designs on Facebook 139.14. And if you want a 10% discount, what do you do? You mentioned TDSR. And so it's TDSR uh, 10 for a 10% discount on your first order. Casey, uh, good luck. We've now exposed you to tens of people. Tens of dozens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it don't sound right, but you'll come to the end of another that don't sound right. Hey, before
1: we close, we want to thank everyone again for listening. If this is your first time and enjoyed the conversation, would you consider hitting the subscribe button? It's a check mark on Apple Podcasts. Also, give us a rating or leave us a review.
0: So, That Don't Sound Right is a production of uh, TDSR Podcasts in conjunction with Campbell City Studios. I'm your co-host and uh, sound engineer, Cecil. Peter is your other host and does all of our web design. Camille actually made coffee again for the TDSR crew. Yeah, if you heard us slurping, and, you know, <laughs> we apologize, but <laughs> it's really good coffee. Uh, Emily is doing our graphic design, and she's actually working on new designs for us. She is. She's gonna upgrade some of our logos and some of our banners. Um, there's you're out of time if you want to buy something for Father's Day. <laughs> uh, as a,
1: but you as a, as an experienced father, a yeah. I, mm-hmm. I accept late gifts.
0: Oh, yeah. so if you want to get something and it's a little late, father, father will understand. That's right. Giorgio testa merchandise. Brent is our brand ambassador, and as always, listener number one is Scott. Scott. So until next week, keep talking. And stay curious.